the hard shoulder on News Talk with Nissan Subscribe and Drive. No deposit, no compromise, no fuss. Find out more at Nissan.ie. It's the hard shoulder on News Talk, that time of the week when we bring the best of uh, box office and uh, the little small box in the corner uh, to your attention. John Kelleher and John Fardy are back with their uh, movie and TV selections. Good evening, gentlemen. John, you're up first. The one and only Ivan, available on Disney+. Plus. Tell us about it. Well, it's, uh, as you say, Disney+. Plus. It comes out on Friday, and it's about a... Ivan is a silverback gorilla. He weighs 440 pounds, and he's the star attraction in this quasi-circus habitat in a suburban... American shopping mall and he's got close pals Stella the elephant and Bob a dog and uh, th- there is a fantastic voice cast on this you've got Sam Rockwell who plays Ivan or voices Ivan you've Angelina Jolie you've got Danny DeVito and Helen Mirren who is wonderful as Snickers the poodle and then Brian Cranston uh, chewing the scenery as a kind of the uh, ringmaster uh, the circus ringmaster but Ivan is hankering for the wild Right. And uh, he 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 doesn't remember he was taken as a baby from the the wild, but there's some deep uh, internal thing going on, and he wants to get back there. So that's where the story really takes okay, off. Okay, John. The now uh, the secret of great ma- uh, management is delegation, and you actually delegated <laughs> the reviewing of this film uh, to none other than your grandson Danan, who's age six. So let's hear what he made of the film. This is a film about a giant gorgeous gorilla named Ivan and all the animals can talk. What happens? Well, Ivan gets captured by poachers and gets brought to this circus place. The best bit of the film for me is, well, when Ivan is let free into the jug by this human. I would recommend this film for kids and adults. I would A-plus this film. The one and only Ivan available on Disney Plus. A story of a £400 silverback gorilla. Hmm. Don't remind me of anybody. Well, he doesn't oh, have any. Oh, I thought you wouldn't get away with not saying that. <laughs> no, no, no. If he had hair, there would be silver. And maybe £400 is pushing it a little bit. But... Anyway, uh, Danon uh, gave it the thumbs up. Okay, so we're happy. He's happy. John Fardy, evening to you, sir. Yes. How are you? Hello, I'm great. How are you? No, I've seen this on Netflix, and I thought, oh, I must actually look at this, but I haven't got around to it. Fear City, New York versus the Mafia, worth checking out. Definitely, definitely. You probably remember this, but in the 1970s, New York was a pale imitation of what it is now. I mean, New York was going down the tubes. There was a famous New York Post headline, Ford to New York, drop dead. They were about to default. It was kind of hellish. Mm -hmm. And five American mafia families started to thrive in the late 70s. They're famous Gambino, Colombo, Bonero, Lucchese, Genovese, you might have heard them. And they kind of ruled New York for about 10 years. Every construction job of any note in New York, the mafia were, you know, skimming a huge amount off the top. So Rudy Giuliani, who was a state's prosecutor, had been trying for years to get these five families. And he does eventually. It's a bit of a spoiler, but it's in the public domain. And what this three-parter does is not so much follow the criminals, but follow the guys 
who were wiretapping them, who were FBI agents, like all the small and big players on the side of the law. You have a lot of taped conversations where you have these guys, you know, who've, who've been giving expletives in their house the previous evening. And then these cops are listening back and hearing all this stuff. And the key thing is they realize that if they can link the five families together, they have some hope of bringing them down. It's a three-parter, so it's kind of mercifully short. You could nearly do it in one night. It's really good. And the thing that really stuck with me is I'm a massive Sopranos fan. And by virtue of this, you can see that the Sopranos really got their mafia take bang on. I mean, down to the titles, down to the way people are referred to. Mm. So I, I thought this I thought this was great. And for once it like it wasn't heroizing these scumbags because let's face it that's what they are it was on the side of the cops you know well David Chase the man behind uh, uh, the Sopranos is an investigative journalist and a policeman so he did know whereof he spoke and wrote indeed Uh, Mr Kelleher um, The Guilty also on Netflix tell us about that yeah this is a nice little gem that may have uh, you know may have not caught people's attention Uh, it's a nail-biting thriller it's Danish it was the Danish submission for the foreign language Oscar And if you saw the movie Locke starring Tom Hardy, it's a very similar premise, which is that in this case, a police officer on night duty in Copenhagen as an emergency services call operator. And he's mostly dealing with mundane stuff. But then suddenly a call comes in from a panicked woman who has been abducted violently. And it becomes clear from the call that she's fooled her captor into believing that she's phoning her child, but she's actually giving information to the police officer. And then suddenly the line goes dead. So the tension ratchets up as the officer, and he's confined obviously to the police station, leads a desperate, tense race against time to find the missing woman and her assailant. And he can only use phones and the eyes and ears of others. It's very, very tense. And it's a mesmerizing performance by the actor Jacob Sedergren, I think is his name, mm-hmm. the way you pronounce it, rather, who anchors the film. Right. Strongly okay. recommended. Highly recommended. Well, I mean, all of those, you know, we there's been, in, the last two or three years, there's been an, an endless supply of really good, I suppose, what you'd call Scandi Noir or Euro crime thrillers. And the quality has been quite extraordinary. I mean, it's... it's and a, usually the, the, the test is, you know, uh, and this is happening here too, there's an American remake already in train ah. starring the only person who would be ideal for the part, Jake Gyllenhaal. Okay, well, look, don't don't go and wait for the American or the English version of it. Go and see the originals, um, because they have an atmosphere that, quite, you know, no matter how good a lot of the Yank stuff is, it very it doesn't catch that. But look, whatever, it's highly recommended by John, and it is called uh, the Guilty. You're listening to uh, the Hard Shoulder on News Talk. We are talking movies with John Kelleher and John Fardy. Mister Fardy, now this is yes. one. Um, it's Lovecraft Country, and it's uh, Sky Atlantic. It, it went out first uh, on Monday night this week. Uh, I don't know. Is it all available to drop? But um, this has no. been this is their much touted um, sort of late summer series, series, isn't it? Yeah, it's great. Now I could only find one, and from what I've read, it's it's the old fashioned. It's kind of dropping week by week oh, in good, tandem yeah. with America as well, which is kind of a nice way to watch stuff. You know, you, you forget when you haven't done it in mm. a while. This is really good, right? Now, this sounds like a very complicated premise, but this is also incredibly entertaining. H.P. Lovecraft was this writer from the turn of the century who wrote kind of weird science fiction horror kind of stuff. He was also a huge racist, anti-Irish, all sorts of things. His stories were quite popular. It was an unlighted time. Anyway, this guy writes a book. 
based on his kind of fiction back in 2016. And this is the version of it. And what it is, is a young African-American coming home from the Korean War, moving back to Chicago to look for his missing father. And he heads off on a little road trip with his uncle, who's writing what he's called the Safe Negro Travel Guide, which is kind of like the green book that was a real thing. This Mm -hmm. is during the Jim Crow era in America in 1950s. And his friend Latia, who's from his childhood, he's reunited with her and the three of them head off on this road trip and they looking for his father they're going to chase him down to Boston where they think he is and they encounter monsters along the way like horror monsters with strange heads and all that but also I guess the conceit of it is what's much more scary is the racist police and the racist town folks now that sounds all very right on and of the moment and I guess it is but it's also wildly entertaining I mean I really enjoyed this it's it's all over the place in a way like I have no idea where it's going to go but it was viscerally entertaining and the music and the way it's shot and the acting it's brilliant it's one of the best thing I've seen now in, in a couple of months to be honest really worth a view and that's after one episode oh wow um, yeah and, so it, this is be a mixture of, of sci-fi of um, American Gothic yeah um, is it I suppose there, there's a genre I, The Watchmen created yeah. a, a genre all of its own first time out we've never seen yeah. anything like it before and hopefully we will see more like it in the future would this well, roughly come into this category? Yeah, it, it's kind of like that. And it, it's also, I guess, African-Americans rewriting some of the cultural past that they felt they were left out of or that when you when you look at stories from the 1950s, not enough is ever said about Jim Crow and stuff like that. So it's actually, I thought of Watchman a couple of times. Uh, and I don't know if you liked the TV series of Watchmen. I thought I it was thought great. It was brilliant. It, yeah, it was a little complicated, like you kind of needed to look stuff up afterwards. This is less complicated, but somewhat all over the place. And it has Jordan Peele, who is just one of the greatest people working in Hollywood yeah. today, who gave us Get Out and stuff like that, as one of the executive producers. So, Mark, I would suggest catch up on it. Download the first well, episode on your Skybox and then tune in from okay. here on in. One of the, one, apart from just very um, good filmmaking, one of the great things about The Watchmen was is that it turned out to be prescient. It, it not alone had its finger on the pulse, but it it, it prophesied um, what could possibly happen. And of course it did with the Black Lives Matter. Um, how, how how will this play in America in a in the context of a Black Lives Matter? Oh, gosh, I don't know. I think like most things in America, some people will be claiming it's the greatest TV show in years and other people will be dismissing it from at height from a height because it's clearly you know it, it, it's nailing its cards to its chest about how divided America is not just back in the 1950s but now I okay. mean that's that's written large but I just want to say it's not some whack you over the head political tract it is partially but it's also incredibly entertaining Lovecraft Country uh, on Sky Atlantic Monday nights episode one this week and there's another two to go but I'm sure you can go into the uh, the, the Sky downloads and uh, and get them. John, we'll uh, we'll finish up with you. Uh, an interesting movie on TV. This is your TV pick but it's on pretty late. It's on about, uh, what, uh, half past two in the morning on Channel 4 on Wednesday. So um, get the recorder. That's tonight, going. later on. When yeah. You're, when you're battling down the hatches. Okay. And well worth seeing. Well worth seeing this. It's a, it's a really good film. What's it called? It's a, it's called August Osage County, and it's set in the sweltering heat of an Oklahoma summer. And uh, a family are summoned for the funeral service of the patriarch, and it's a meltdown. It's uh, they bicker, they joust, old discords and hidden truths come to light. And you only have to look at the cast list; it's extraordinary cast: Meryl Streep, Julia Roberts, 
Chris Cooper, Ewan McGregor, Sam Shepard, Juliet Lewis, Abigail Breslin and Benedict Cumberbatch and about mm. 20 more. Actually, is this the one where Julia Roberts is anything? Uh, she's she's definitely ditched her pretty woman American sweetheart image in this. She's a... Yes. It, yes they're, exactly. uh, now, mind you, they're all at each other's throats. It's actually very uncomfortable it's very watching. Dark. Yeah, it's very dark. It's cynical. It's bitterly funny. But it is, I mean, amazing dialogue okay. and uh, dramatic scenes. It's, it's, it's a bit over melodramatic. Oh, well, sure, listen, we all love a little bit of melodrama. <laughs> listen, thank you both very much indeed. That's John Kelleher and John Farley there with uh, picks of, of movies and TV uh, for this week. Now, coming up after the break, Mr. Gavin McLaughlin will be here with the business news. 